Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, March 20th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the bare bones of Web3, episode 23, featuring special guest, Krusty Creators. Let's take a listen. Welcome to Bare Bones of Web3. The date is March 20th, 2023. Episode 23. With your host, Saberstein, EJ the founder, and B-Bands, it's your weekly dose of Web3 news, opinions, market analysis, and updates. This show is sponsored by Space Skellies. Please see the links above for more information. This show is for entertainment information. Do not be silly. This is not financial advice. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. If you're interested in these topics, please do your own research. Now, this week, we're going to be joined with some special guests, Jen, uh, Jenna. Ariana, Brendan, Taylor, Kevin, and then some mascots uh, and Muse, maybe Chumbo, Chumbalaya. And I think the other dog was I'm late and I know it, but I wasn't 100% sure. I couldn't hear at the end of the video, but I'm super excited to be chatting with everybody. And then we'll hop into the Bare Bones newsreel and get going. So the Bare Bones newsreel for today. With the adoption of ordinals, the amount of transactions on the Bitcoin network has increased, causing congestion congestion on the network. About 10,000 ordinals are inscribed daily since the adoption of this new NFT asset. Now, now that there is congestion on the Bitcoin network, maybe this isn't such a bad thing. It might allow for further development of the Lightning Network, driving more and more adoption. In The Bitcoinist reported that as of March 18th, there are still 50,000 transactions that have yet to be confirmed on the chain. So it's very, very popular. We'll see how things go with the ordinals. NFT projects. Is there similarities that can be drawn to our current banking system? So in the NFT space, there are items, uh, there are times, sorry, when NFT projects or individuals, whales, will sweep the floor to raise the floor price. So if you don't know what sweeping the floor is, it's basically the lowest price um, NFTs are purchased. So let's say the last three are $80 and they're purchased. And then the next tier up could be $100. So now the new floor price or the new bottom price is $100. Those are for people who don't know what sweeping the floor is, but I'm sure most of you guys do. So they do this for different reasons. Maybe they find value in the project. Um, maybe they're, they, they want to create some buying pressure or help stimulate the project's ecosystem. Or they are collaborating with other projects to help add value. So, um, you know, like, hey, if you get my NFT, you can get into this metaverse and you're know, just kind of trying to help each other out. Now, I came across an article on Cointelegraph and the headline read, Fed, central banks enhance swap lines to combat banking crisis. Now, I didn't know what swap lines meant because I'm still learning all these things. So swap lines is banks basically agreeing to exchange currencies. So right now, six national banks 
are coordinating this. They basically, I buy your currency or your asset and you buy mine. They did this in the past during the 2008 banking crisis. So right now they're trying to repeat the same thing to prevent a, you know, a collapse of the, of the banking system. Now, within that same article, I read another policy that I had heard of before and I didn't really understand or know what it meant. And it said it's uh, quantitative easing, which is QE. Now, it's basically the same as swap uh, as the swap lines. So they agree to buy bonds and financial assets. And this helps raise the price, making the asset more valuable. Now, I, I found it extremely interesting because before I would have not been able to understand it. If it weren't for my interest in NFTs and the ins and outs of this emerging asset class, I wouldn't have been able to under, really understand these concepts um, until they were like applied to NFTs and actually seeing them in action. So with no technical government jargon to confuse you, and I'm being a little bit funny, but I can now understand what um, quantitative easing means. It's banks helping each other, sweeping the floor and buying each other's assets um, or purchasing their own asset to help raise the value. And I was just extremely interested in this. Um, I learned a lot uh, this evening about quantitative easing and swap lines. And for our last story, screenshots of an in-browser wallet that Microsoft Edge is working on have been released. Now, some are weary of this technology as they fear their wallets might be exposed through a Microsoft hacked. Although Microsoft has said they are working on zero proofs that will help keep your information safe for your in-browser wallet. They are also simultaneously working on a gaming platform with We Made Gaming Service through their partners, SpaceTime, which is a uh, decentralized data storage company. And that is all I have for the news today. I really wanted to take some time. We had some extra guests to chat with them. So I didn't want to go too far with the news. And I also want to give time for Sabre and EJ. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Sabre. Good morning, Sabre. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I actually do love the piece that you did on NFTs and um, quantitative easing, sweeping the floors, all that, because uh, I'm the same way. Unless I was in crypto and I really um, understood what was like, I was able to relate it to something, it's a lot easier when you can relate it to something that you're really interested in. So I really like that. Um, so back to the chart. So buyers did indeed support this area that we spoke about last week and the previous week's hammer candle on high volume that tested the 20 SMA and found support is confirmed as a continuation of trend as we closed last week on one of the most bullish candles you can see on the highest volume of any candle on the Binance chart. So not exactly the kind of candle we can enter on yet this week, but we will look for that pullback. I'm estimating around 25,400, which would test the breakout of the supply zone and the 200 SMA to confirm support. So testing the 200 SMA is also testing the break above the death cross. Remember, everybody was so worried about this death cross, but it really is a lagging indicator. It, you know, because now, now we've already broke, it happened, and now we're breaking above it. Um, so breaking above the 25,400 uh, area was very important. As Bitcoin broke above a range it has been trading within for the past 273 days. So now we are looking for it to come back down, excuse me, to confirm that support area uh, at the breakout around that 25,400 zone. Now, on the daily chart, last Tuesday, price moved above the supply zone 
that we had drawn out to 26,400, but did not close above. And so it stayed within the supply zone. So we had a nice wick above, but the candle of like the body of the candle did not close above it. So this candle closed the inverse of the hammer candle we've been speaking about um, that we look for at the bottom of a downtrend to determine if it is a reversal, sorry, if a reversal is taking place. So this candle is called um, the shooting star candle. So this means uh, the next daily candle, we would watch to see if it closes a bearish candle below that shooting star to give us confirmation of a trend reversal downwards. So it did not, which is why you always wait for confirmation and ensure you have confluence to maximize your risk reward. So you can look at that, right? And you can say, hey, there's a shooting star. You know, it's right into the top of supply. It wicked, it wicked above, but it didn't close. You know, like maybe I should enter. But if you entered, you probably would have gotten either stopped out could potentially have gotten liquidated. So you always want to wait to see the second candle because the first candle is just your your initial like, hmm, maybe I should be looking at this. But the second candle is what you're looking for, for confirmation. And that also maximizes your risk reward. So you can always throw it in for a gamble if you feel like, right? But if you're really wanting to trade it, you need to wait for those setups. Uh, so for the remainder of the week, price continued to climb until it reached a high of roughly 28400 so now I am looking for that pullback to confirm support. As I mentioned earlier, when looking at the weekly chart around that 25,400 area. So when I say the price I'm looking at for confirmation of support, I'm referring to the candle body closing above. So price could wick down to 24,000 during that daily candle. But as long as the body closes above 25,400 on that daily candle, then I am interested in looking for a long for continuation of the bullish trend. And then we would watch the supply area around 29,000 to 31,000 area above. So you can have candles that wick down like $2,000 on Bitcoin, but it could be a super long wick and the body could close above support still. So you kind of, so when you're, when you're looking for those like swings or longer term movements on like the daily and the weekly, you really have to wait for those candles to actually close. Uh, so while Bitcoin moves upwards and gains 44% in the past 11 days, Many of our favorite altcoins have not. So one example is Matic. This alt is only up 32% in the same time period and is currently uh, down actually 12% now in the past three days. So Bitcoin is taking the spotlight. Its dominance over altcoins is up 11%, which could be fueled by the narrative created from the collapse of several banks in the past couple of weeks. Uh, people are viewing Bitcoin as an alternative store of value for their funds as banks and in turn fiat have shaken their trust in that system. And I did post um, a chart to the next of Bitcoin dominance because you can see Bitcoin dominance doesn't hasn't really moved too much. It's been kind of consolidating for the past while, uh, but now it's definitely on an uptrend. So for our favorite altcoins, if we want them to move, what we would want to see now is we would want to see Bitcoin um, trade sideways. So even coming back down to confirm support at 25,400 could be considered um, sideways. It doesn't have too far to go down for that. And then we would want to see Bitcoin dominance uh, come down as well. So those are a couple of um, key things you would look for um, before you before entering uh, your favorite altcoins. Because right now, if Bitcoin comes back down to 25,400, they're probably going to bleed down uh, some more until that support is confirmed and we trade sideways. So. Just watch out for that. Um, so starting this week, some of the hype projects on Polygon will be minting. This is a great opportunity to increase your exposure to Polygon by minting projects that you have done your due diligence on and would like to hold long term. 
Uh, Space Gilly's hosted gated giveaways to holders for some of these projects in the past couple of weeks. Uh, this is also a great opportunity to flip some NFTs and trade while these mints are hyped and likely the most liquid that they will be. Uh, so you don't have to diamond hand everything. You can buy and mint and flip uh, and can it can be fairly lucrative, especially if you have a whitelist that offers a lower price to mint than others uh, or uh, public. So reminder just to add risk management uh, to your NFT flipping and trading, which means have a plan to recover your initial capital first. Then use those profits to continue to trade. So you're only playing with profits. So it, you can you can use it the same way that you would you would trade. Um, but like I said, I think in another show, it is a little bit different because you can't just you know scale out percentages, right? Because you're holding one, two, three, four uh, NFTs, so you'd have to sell a full one, right? You can't sell fractionalized like you can with crypto um, coins. So just be careful of that. Just have a just have a plan, right? Um, a lot of these are very hyped. And that is why I think that they would be fun and liquid for the time being. But you do have to do your own due diligence and your research. Um, if you decide you want to hold them longer, a lot of them, you know, maybe they, maybe they go, maybe you meant, you meant it for 10 Matic and it goes to 50 Matic and you sell and then it goes to a hundred Matic. Well, you still made profit. You didn't, you know, get the top. Most people don't get the top. Um, but, you know, maybe they go back to 10 Matic later and then you can buy back in again with profits. So um, that is just an idea. Um, so next big week coming up in the traditional markets. I am aware I say this a lot at the end of my crypto analysis monologues. Um, so thankfully, we have EG here to give us all of the details. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Saber. And good morning to all of you. Uh, last week was very interesting as we saw cryptos rally. Uh, the stock market, not so much, didn't rally too much. Uh, but we're going to go over a quick recap. And as you guys know, these are found within our Discord. Everything we discuss, we do have a channel called Market Discussions where you can view and go over any information that you may have missed or not quite have understood. Last week was uh, the consumer price index increased 0.4% for the month and 6% year over year. Both readings were exactly in line with Dow Jones estimates. So as we said at the beginning of the week, last week, to pay attention to the CPI, uh, these numbers came in perfectly, excluding the volatile food and energy prices. Core CPI rose 0.5% in February and 5.5% year over year. The monthly reading was slightly ahead of the 0.4% estimate but the annual level was perfectly in line. The probability that Fed would raise benchmark interest rates a quarter percentage point next week increased the following report. Traders are now pricing in about an 85% chance that the Fed will hike the rate by a quarter point, according to the CME Group. A, de a decrease in energy costs helped keep the headline of the CPI reading in check. The sector fell 0.6% for the month, bringing the year-over-year -year increase down to 5.2%. That is a 7.9% decline in fuel oil prices was the biggest mover for energy. Food prices, however, rose 0.4% and 9.5% year over year. Still kind of getting hit at the market. Meat, poultry, fish, and eggs fell 0.1% for the month. The first time that the index has retreated since December of 2021. Eggs in particular tumbled 6.7% though they are still up 55% from a year ago. I am from the Midwest and have had a hands-on experience with this situation of 
the you know the poultry and and everything going on this is pretty crazy to see these numbers just skyrocket at the market thankfully uh out where we live farmers and everyone take care of each other but hopefully you guys aren't getting hit too hard in the grocery store i mean that led us to the worst part of the the uh last week was the shelter cost this makes up about one third of the index weighting. It jumped 0.8%, bringing the year over year gain up to 8.1%. Fed officials largely expect housing and related costs, such as rent, to slow over the course of the year. Still, shelter costs accounted for more than 60% of the total CPI increase and rose at the fastest annual pace since 1982. If you are a renter, Make sure one big thing you do is protect yourself with your contracts and your renter's insurance as these as the market just still hasn't figured out what it's going to do. Um, and that recaps of last week. S&P 500 was up 1.4%. NASDAQ was up 4.4%. And we were split with the Dow Jones actually down 0.1%. And Russell 2000 was down 2.6%. Uh, looking into this week, for Monday, we have all day today. NVIDIA will host the highly anticipated GTC event. It's a 44-day event and is expected to give the latest advancements with the AI, metaverse, and large language models such as robotics, cloud computing, and more. This is something to really pay attention to if you're into NVIDIA and tech. Tuesday, tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Adobe will host a Q&A meeting with financial analysis and investors at the summit in Las Vegas. Wednesday, 2 p.m., this is the biggest day of the week. This is the one I have stars by. This is the one everyone needs to pay attention to. Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Federal Reserve will release its statement on interest rates. Shortly after, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Federal Reserve Jerome Powell, heaven forbid, will hold a press conference. Um, we always can see the market start to move when this happens. So Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, get ready, pay attention. Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, we have Altrial will hold its Investor Day event. It's a tobacco company will look to recharge shareholders unhappy over the results of investments with Juul, which you guys probably know Juul is a, um, what is that? What is that? Uh, vape pens. That's, that's what they are. And the cannabis and the recently terminated uh, commercialization of the agreement. So uh, if you guys are in any of that, J-U-U-L is the ticker. You guys pay attention Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then Friday, all day, Nevro executives will participate in the Wells Fargo MedTech Innovation Spotlight. Uh, this is, once again, just meetings this week. Not too much happening except on Wednesday. And I do want to cover that we do see that banks are starting to buy up. Um, the Fed, you guys saw the Feds are starting to bail out the banks. Uh, so one thing is the New York Community Bank is up 30% today already. And I want to let you know why that is. Don't get uh, carried away with anything, but New York community um, has been able to buy up everything that has started to go under from uh, Silicon Valley or not Silicon Valley. I'm sorry. Um, looking at this, I was trying to go through this from Signature Bank, 
and they are going to re- receive all of the federal grants that are going to be coming in. So if you guys see these banks surging from the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, they're going to be receiving all of this um, as they acquire everything from the bank. So Signature Bank, they will not receive, though, their crypto holdings. I do want you guys to know because that does play into what Sabre talked about. If you see this bank surging today, uh, don't be caught off guard. Don't question it. It is actually happening and it is, it's full, legit. Don't think anyone's trying to pump and dump. These articles are out and that Signature Bank has been getting bought out uh, of all their deposits and everything moving forward. But I do want to say that, look that up. You guys can find all this, like I said, within our Discord. I don't want to go into this whole story, but I did just look at that as I was talking and going over my monologue that uh, that popped up on my, my feed. And I wanted to roll that through real quick. I thought it was interesting that they're going to get all the deposits except the crypto deposits. Very interesting. Um, And then they're still going to receive help from the Federal uh, Insurance Corporation. So keep that in mind. Stay safe this week. Wednesday is going to be a big week. And with that, Vans, I'm going to pass it back to you. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for the analysis. We're going to do some quick um, announcements and then we get to chat with our awesome guest. So tomorrow we have a game night. It is called the No Chill, Only Chill. You come, we're going to play some Scrib. We're going to play some um, Crash Carts and other games too. So please make sure you hop in. Um, We're excited to have you. Please also note that there's going to be a lot of founders there, but we are not chilling. We're just chilling for an hour, um, which I'm super excited. It's like my favorite. It's one of my favorite things to do. Also, not to, you know, rub it in everybody's faces, but for the Cupcake Social Game in Arcadia, Space Skellies, we're the top contenders, okay? And so that means we're here to stay, bubs. And if you guys want to verse us and try to, Knock us from the top contender on the leaderboard. You can try. Probably not going to happen, but good luck. (laughs) Um, So we have that for the news. I mean, for the um, announcements, let me just double check to make sure I didn't miss anything. We are stress testing the bridge currently, right? Um, Is that still going on, EJ? I did go on vacation. I just want to make sure that we are still good on that. And is the happy, is the the St. Patrick's Day event that uh, went off without a hitch and is all done, correct? Yeah, first things first is the St. Patrick's Day event is over. Um, and then leading into our ignition labs today, the lab will go, it'll be, be open for good now. Um, if you guys have missed the deadlines in the past, you can buy elixirs, you can access the lab whenever you like, however you like, at your convenience. Um, and then what the what other question did you want me to cover? I just wanted to make sure that so the St. Patty's Day thing is done and, and completed. We have the two hundred prizes uh, and prizes for the game night tomorrow. And I was just double checking to make sure that there wasn't something that I missed oh, while I was stre- out the, this weekend. The stress test, yeah. So the stress test went off perfect. Everything's good. We had no failed transactions. Nothing. One hundred percent. Everything's good on the bridge. Now we are going to start to move into testing actual. Uh, Skelly's moving over to the live net today, which will be done through our treasury. And we'll start to move those through the bridge and over to the live contract on Polygon. Once that's done, you'll be able to move as you wish. You do not have to move your Skelly's. 
you will forfeit any rewards such as staking um, and our gaming hub and everything such as blood vials. But you do have the option, however, to keep them on Stargaze. And you could use this as an advantage at some point where if everyone has bridged all of their skellies over, you might have uh, access to very few skellies on chain on Stargaze, which would in result be a higher floor price. So just know that, be patient, move as you'd like to. We do have rewards and boosters for the first thousand NFTs that are moved and staked. There will be boosters and incentives within the DAP. One reason we've held off is because we want the staking to be live. Um, the staking was ready to go on Stargaze and we withheld it because we didn't like, uh, we just don't like how Kepler Wallet works with everything. So how we're going to move is going to be into a hard staking DAP and then that's going to be accessed on day one when we open the bridge uh, but just keep that in mind if you have questions let us know you can find most of this in our discord the announcements um, but with that um, i think that should get people up to speed awesome thank you ej i know that there was a, i just wanted to make sure there was a few things that i had missed um i was up till 2 a.m trying to try to <laughs> try to get uh, caught up and everything like a silly goose but um right now it's time to chat with our awesome guests i'm so excited we have on the mic, we have Jenna, Ariana. Do we have Brandon, Taylor, Kevin? Is everybody else here too? Taylor and Kevin are not present. Uh, Kevin is our zookeeper and is busy with the crusties taking care of them. That's awesome, <laughs> the zookeeper. I, I know, I, was, I wanted to, I was watching the video and, and seeing your introduction. It was so heartwarming to be able to like meet, um, to meet you guys in that form, you know, like for you guys, you guys did a, like an introduction. Um, you have the CEO, which is uh, Jenna, and you have the grand artist, Ariana here. Yep. And who else? Is there any? It's just uh, you and Ariana, correct? And Brandon and here as well. Oh, hi, Brandon. The meme. Oh, my gosh. Your memes are the best. I die every time you put something on. It's freaking hilarious. Thank you. You're um, going to love today's. It's about the Fed handing out money to the banks. You're, you're so witty. I love it. So, um, you know, I just have a few questions to ask you because, you know, we want to know about your project, but I, every single one of you has your own job in this project and you guys perform so oddly and it works so co cohesively. How did you guys fall into your positions for, for your project, you know, as family members and as putting everything together? Did it just naturally happen? Were you guys, how did you guys do that? Sure. So it mostly just naturally happened. Uh, I am a big believer in having everybody in their role um, stay in their own lane. And so you know, I do believe that people are capable of incredible things as, as long as they have the right systems and support that they need. And we have the right team members alongside us. So uh, we are, as you know, a family uh, run and operated in every single way. And so the ones that we came together, Brandon, myself, Kevin, Taylor, Ariana, um, and also my other two boys help out. Um, it just their unique abilities brought about our team. So for example, I happen to be a great leader. Um, I have the ability to uh, be a great mediator and to bring people's skills together uh, cohesively and basically let them run with their unique skill set and ability. 
Um, so that's that's why I am in the position that I am in, um, keeping us all uh, corralled, um, yet free to create and run in their own lane. Um, Ariana is uh, my daughter, uh, as well as our grand artist. So she has been our family's grand artist for her entire life since she was just a little girl. She has uh, presented the most beautiful, fun, unique um, birthday cards, uh, artwork, all anything that you can imagine. She brought that to the table and helped us as a family see different possibilities. So that's how she became in her role. Um, and that's, she produces every bit of our art. Um, we started doing a family, um, what we call condo Olympics. That is where we have a family um, vacation every single year. And we decided for the awards, each person would get their own unique crusty critter. Uh, we iron it on the shirts. And she developed each of these um, on her own based on who we are and what um, kind of um, traits that we have as an individual. Yeah. So I have a question. Would you um, the Krusty Critters, is it would you consider like an NFT project? Do you, do you consider it a brand? Because, you know, I mean, you have the meme artist, you know, you have uh, your uh, muse, which is Chumbo Chumbalaya. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And so I was kind of curious about that. Krusty Critters is a brand. So um, we decided to, um, as Krusty Critters brand, we were, were developing in, in other ways as well. But uh, we decided to start in the NFT space, um, introduce and share our unique art, Ariana's uh, unique art with the world and create something fun and different for our family. So um, I have a question. I have uh, one of my last questions because um, I kind of want to give you some freedom to talk. And, and if anybody else, else has questions, um, what was the biggest obstacle you had to overcome as a team and as a family working together? Now, I was kind of curious, are you, is this all like family members or are you, are you, in, you and the zookeeper married? Like, I, I'm just kind of trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we are all family. We are when we say we're family owned and ran, we are very, just that very thing. So the zookeeper, Kevin, yes, he is my husband. Um, Taylor is Ariana's husband. Brandon is my brother, just in full transparency. And then we have my son, Ryan and my son, Logan. <clears throat> So, yeah, we're all family members. Oh, perfect. I didn't want to call you guys all, you know, call the zookeeper your brother and he's your husband. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> kind of question. You, you got some explaining to do, you know, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Robo, who is in the crowd, he wanted to ask a question. I was in a show with him earlier. Um, he was wondering in the Cosmo space in the space uh, that you've been in with all your uh, your memes and your inspiration. Robo's asking, what's been your biggest muse or inspiration that came from the Cosmos ecosystem? Um, for crusty critters, and if you know if that's somebody for somebody else to answer that, that's fine too. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon, Ariana, I'll let you chime in on this. I have a, an idea of what I want to say, but I also want to uh, bring you guys in um, to speak on this as well. Yeah, I feel like Brandon could answer that really well. Um, Brandon, if you want to go ahead. Yeah, no problem. Um, the, the inspiration for Cosmos 
is we chose this chain to launch on talking everybody together as a team. Uh, Taylor's the main dev. I do a little bit of the dev work. Taylor's definitely much better than me. Um, and Cosmos just seemed like the lowest barrier to entry and the like everything working around just simplistic use. And we designed the whole use of Krusty Critters to be able to get your NFT on a mobile device. So as you see all the, we've developed quite a bit of um, tutorials and such to get people onboarded onto Cosmos, onto Stargaze. There's a step-by-step -step on our website that gets people how to basically get Adam from an exchange all the way into Stargaze and buy a Crested Critter or whatever NFT you want. It's pretty generic. Although it does at the end, it does say get your Crested Critter NFT, but it's a great way just to the lowest barrier to entry, we thought. And that's why we chose Cosmos. Yeah. And to speak further on that, um, I, I love bringing more women into the crypto space. And so as Brandon just spoke to the lowest barrier of entry to bringing more women into the crypto space and having a really great understanding of what it's all about and just how easy it can be. I feel like um, just speaking to my younger life um, and the traditional way that I was raised, um, it was much very much so that, you know, women don't really have business in finance. And uh, I, my thoughts and beliefs are as far from that as possible. You know, I, I, I want to bring in more women uh, into this space with the lowest barrier of entry to say, hey, this is so simple. Come join this space and see what else is possible for you. That's awesome. I, I, I love hearing that because it, it is nice to see uh, women leading projects and it's very encouraging um, to see how the space is continue, continually changing and um, the influence that women, uh, that, that women bring. It's a, it's a, it's a different type of, it's just a different type of managing a different type of doing things. And, and I just love seeing it because, you know, obviously web three is definitely filled with a lot of men, but there are so many women coming into the space quarterly, you know, more and more women are, you know, entering the space. And, and it's just so awesome to see that. Uh, before I go on, Saber, do you have any questions or EJ, do you have any questions for our guest? I do not have any questions at this moment. I'm sure I will, though, as I hear more. I am looking at your uh, collection, though, on Stargaze. So these are, uh, I like them. I've, I haven't looked at all of these yet, but B-Bands is always talking about them. Um, yeah, these are great. Whoever, whoever came up with them, they're great. Thank you. <laughs> I think, honestly, I really do love I Flo Alpha Flamingo Your Shit Up. <laughs> I don't know why I just love that one so much. Um, but I see Saber seems kind of quiet, so I don't know if she's... Uh, Oh, she there she is. Sorry, I'm I'm actually looking at them as well. Um, I know I've seen your memes around, and I've enjoyed those, but I had never looked into your project. Um, so I'm doing that right now as we're speaking. But I love hearing everything you're saying. I agree with B bands and you know having more women in Web three, just because we bring a different. Uh, I hate using the word vibe, but I'm going to use it for lack of a better word. We do bring a different. Um, vibe to projects we do bring a bit different vibe to twitter spaces and, and the ecosystem in general and so it's really cool to see and then you guys with as a family project i see we have uh the medic grays down there listening and they're a family-run project as well that we've had on our show 
And it's really, it's just so awesome to see families come together with a like, with like something that they really love and enjoy because it's fairly rare. It's fairly rare to find so many people within one family that like, well, first of all, that, that love crypto or love one specific topic, and then that have all of these different um, skills to put that together. And so it's just, it's really cool. So I'm just listening for now because I love hearing it. I um, don't really have a lot of questions because I wanted to give you guys also the opportunity. If there's anything that you wanted to share uh, specifically about your project or that you wanted the crowd to know, or maybe, you know, what we can do to, to help you out as a project. Um, come together and, and, you know, join forces. Okay. Ariana, do you have anything that you would like to share about your artistic style and what you're wanting to bring to this space with your art? Um, so basically we kind of just wanted to shake things up with um, our NFTs. We know that the things that we're interested in, you know, it's kind of like, it's so ugly that you can't help but think it's cute. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and, um, that's kind of what I wanted to bring to the space was just that like love for, um, misfit toys and things that normally people wouldn't see as cute, but, um, I love to bring that fun and, um, the adorableness to the wonky side, especially of, uh, the animal kingdom, which I absolutely love drawing animals, um, just because I think they're so goofy. <laughs> Yeah, and especially when you like mix them together and put all kinds of outfits on them. I just love it. I think that's why people like to dress up their puppies, you know, <laughs> put a little outfit yeah, exactly. on them for Halloween or something. <laughs> exactly what we're going for with, uh, especially with um, the Chumbo and I'm Ugly and I'm, no- I'm Ugly and I Know It. We're directly inspired by um, my our family dog. Who Wait, is that the dog's name? I'm, um, I'm ugly and I know it, or is it? I, I thought it was. I'm late and I know it. I was like, oh, he's late and he knows it. That's a cute name. <laughs> he's little ugly. Um, his yeah. name is Tater, but we call him Little Ugly. Oh, you should see my dog. I got a beastly dog. He's so ugly, um, <laughs> but I love him to death. So, um, real quickly, there it was a meme that the Krusty Critters made that I freaking died. Um, it was a shoulder devil jumping on. Um, <laughs> Jacob's shoulder <laughs> and he was like put the McDoodle down and it's like this chubby little <laughs> devil yep. sitting on a, a, oh my gosh I think I w- went back and rewatched that meme several times I was that it, you're so witty and you're able to pick out things that are happening in the cosmos ecosystem that is making it even more enjoyable like like you're a meme artist like you know kind of what's happening in the cosmos ecosystem and you're like perfectly displaying it as a meme. And I just, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. We're it's so been so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And so Ariana with her artwork has been able to uh, disrupt what the is, has been put out there and just create something completely unique. And when we're, she's not using um, any type of AI, she's not using anything to create these uh wonderful artwork it's literally her creation she is drawing these from scratch and then we add in all the different accessories so um you know when when you you guys are all getting these just know that you're actually getting uh hand-drawn artwork yes we did obviously put it into the nft space where it turns into digital but these are hand-drawn 
uh, originally and all of their accessories as well. So you're getting something super unique, something super special. And I can guarantee you'll never find anything quite so crusty or ugly or hideous or deplorable or whatever you want to call it in your life. But it's also cute, beautiful. I mean, yes, cute, ugly. Exactly. Like, you know, it's ugly, but I love it so much, you know? It's like a pug. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, but but it's beautiful because you're looking at, like, there's so much um, uh, intricacy. Like, if you zoom in, you can see all the little different things that you've added, like little necklaces and glasses. And it just it's just good art. So thank you so much um, for you. sharing that with us. Do you have anything as we're, we're heading on to the uh, 1045 mark? And I wanted to kind of give an opportunity if anybody in the crowd wanted to, you know, ask a question and um, also wrap it up and, and chat with you if there's anything that you also wanted to add. Um, how far minted out are you guys? How much uh, how much is left for your mint out? We're about a quarter of the way minted out. Um, so we feel really good about that. Uh, we've had a little bit of a, um, a quite a bit, uh, quite a bit of big hiccups in our family in the in the past coming months. So the fact that we are where we are at right now uh, is quite amazing. We are super proud of what we've done, and you know we've sharing. We wanted to share our project with the world and share with everybody that they there is something different out there and like i said earlier we are a brand and so this is not where we're stopping we we intend to disrupt uh, the world in a, a lot of other different ways of which you guys will all see in the coming months and years um so just share us with anybody that you know you think might also have a crusty sense of humor and like a little bit of ugly with beautiful um that's what we're out about and that's what, how we want to share our our projects Thank you so much uh, for for coming on the show. Thank you for chatting with us. We have um, V uh, on speaker, so we'll see how V is doing today. If he's in a good mood, how you doing, V? You have a question for our, our awesome guests? Hey guys, I'm doing good. Nice to hear from you, Pants. And now I was just going on the launch pad and having a look at the collection because someone sent me i asked for a bad kids and they sent me a crusty instead so i wasn't quite sure what they sent me it was sent by cosmos junkie so i was just actually having a look at the collection right now and it seems like it's quite a bit it's 7777 but it doesn't sound like you guys are actually bothered about the minting out or anything else and also when i was reading the Reading it, it said we are a woman-owned and led NFT collection, and I told Junkie at the time, I was like, "Why, why, why would anyone write that? Like, that's just odd." But now I love what you guys are doing, and uh, it's great hearing from you guys. And I really enjoy those kind of hideous-looking uh, NFTs that are fun at the same time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Awesome, V. Um, does anybody else, Saber, do you have any questions or anything we add? If not, then I guess we can kind of like start, um, you know, wrapping it up. Uh, is there anything that we can do for you? Was there is there a final note that you would like to leave with um, with our, you know, with uh, sorry, why can't I think right now? I think I'm tired with the we crowd. Have <laughs> closing the showdown. Um, I, have some I mean, I'm, about space too. Oh, okay. 
all right. If you if you would like to ask some questions, like I just want to make sure that our guest has everything that they wanted to say out there first. I wanted to give them the mic. Yeah, I just I would just say that in everything that's going on in this world, there's so many reasons to be concerned. There's so many reasons to have angst and anxiety, and there's so much unknown. So just remember who you are and do the best that you can every single day. And remember to laugh and have fun and be crusty and be weird. And all those things that are who you are as an individual, that's what we want. And that's what we want to continue to propagate. Just be everything that you are and remember to laugh. And if our NFTs make you laugh, then just take a gander at them every day. And remember that life isn't all ugly. It is also beautiful, as you guys have stated so wonderfully. Thank you so much, uh, Jen. Um, it, on that note, I guess we'll let V ask his questions because we still are within the hour. Um, v, what what can we what can we do for you, sir? So I was a bit curious about the move to Polygon. Obviously, I haven't really had the chance to talk about the move for Space Skellies to Polygon, and it's been all, all over the place. And uh, I, I do think it's really good, considering that you guys are. Uh, gaming project and polygon makes much more sense with the infrastructure and everything else however how how is the move gonna work uh what's gonna happen with the nfts is it gonna be that you're gonna generate new nfts over there are they gonna be bridged or is it just burn the ones on stargaze and mint new ones on polygon and airdrop them to the holders Hey V, um, yeah. EJ, yeah, I didn't know you. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are I'm you? Funny, even more now. <laughs> yeah, so we actually built Great. the first Great. bridge Great. from Stargaze to Polygon. Um, so you're going to be able to choose as you'd like. You don't have to bridge anything, but when you bridge your NFT over to Polygon, it simply will you'll simply receive the exact same NFT on Polygon. Um, but if you choose not to to migrate it, that's fine. You just won't receive the uh, the rewards and incentives from staking. So on Polygon, we're going to have our hard staking released, um, and then from there, you're going to be able to, you know, we'll have all the incentives within our gaming hub, the space pods, the boosters, the blood vials, art upgrades, everything we have on Polygon. Just with Stargaze, um, there's just very little what you can do how well Kepler works with dApps. Uh, Leap has been a great addition, but in general for how we're going to be having the staking and the gaming, it just gives us the opportunity to have a playground and also gives holders the opportunity to have the decision in their hand. You do not have to, uh, like I said, you do not, you do not have to bridge. Uh, but if you do, you simply get the same exact one on polygon plus you'll be able to possibly get art upgrades once you stake so if you decide i have a great nft but i don't like the mouth trade well we have a whole different um collect well not collection a whole different amount of traits that we had gluck design that we'll start implementing into the dap and you'll buy those with starlace which are our in-dap token only like v bucks on fortnite they they carry no value outside of the dap um so within there and then you can purchase uh, space pods which are kind of like loot boxes with starlace but anyways i don't want to go in too deep with that but hopefully that answers your question you can kind of just do as you'd wish 
and there's really no timeline if you don't know if you want to but there is an incentive for the first thousand that do bridge they do get boosters in the dab so is it the first thousand NFTs, NFTs. or the first NFTs correct okay okay that, that that's cool that makes sense yeah, EJ also a very personal question if you don't mind answering that how much money have you put into space space skellies until now I don't think you've broken even or anything, have you? No. Not, not even close. So how, how much money have you put in, if you don't? Well, how much money I put in versus... No, no, that's perfectly fine. So a lot of the money I put in, I don't look at Space Skellies as something that will be... You know, I look at it as a, as a brand that in five years is where we can start turning the, you know, the cost basis and the cash flow around. But for Space Skellies in general and all the tools we've had to build that weren't out there for us, I would say, I know last month we were sitting right around $27,000. Uh, so I bet we're pushing with the DAP upgrades and contracts, 32 to 35. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, that is what it is. And I pay my team, I pay my devs, I pay my artists, and that's all that matters to me. You, you can ask anybody on my team, they get paid before I get paid and, and they hate it. They're like, EJ, you need to pay yourself. But this, like, it, I own a business. This is something I do because I, I love it. Like this is my getaway. Like like working now in NFTs in my family. That's my getaway from from work. So it may seem really dumb, and you're like, well, why are you doing that? But at the end of the day, um, Space Skellies, we're we're trying to build a brand and build for the the future. So like looking at short term numbers, could I take money out of the project? You know, our treasury has over still has over twenty five thirty k in it. Um, we've protected it very well through the DPEGs and, and craziness, but I'm not going to take money out of it. I don't need to pay myself monthly. I just don't. Um, and I'd rather pay my team and, and build. I'd rather just build cool. Sh- like it's kind of like what Frank Frank from D got says, just build cool shit. Like that's just what I want to, that's just what we want to do. Um, so anyways, I don't want to go too deep and I hope that answers that question for you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Sometimes you make me feel really uncomfortable when I look at you uh, delivering new things and making new announcements. And I'm like, this guy really needs to chill and stop like spending so much money in his project and take some money out or do some new mint or something. Because when I look at some of the other founders, uh, I mean, I probably hold you on par with uh, Berserker and Besser, uh, the, the Rect Gang team. And that's that's actually saying something for a project that I don't really hold a significant bag of at all. So why are you admitting that out loud? Me... Hey, he's hey, you gotta go and get, go get some more hey, space skills. No, I'm just playing. One. I'm just playing. He's admitted that for a long time. So <laughs> I've I've admitted it from day yeah. one. <laughs> but I think that adds to it because this isn't a bag that I'm holding. So if I'm shilling it, it actually says something. Yeah, and and we've always appreciated your your i mean back in the day you were pretty like the banter is like hardcore and then now it's it, you see how serious we are and how much we just want to be here and our team has grown and we've i work or i talk with berserker a lot i freaking i've learned so much from him and just how to kind of you know manage a team and manage um a community like that's a big thing that he does very well and and everyone else does but he's the one i speak with the, the most um and yeah sometimes i do look like and even my wife's like 
hey babe um i saw that there was this i was like okay i know i know it's fine like she just messes with me and she loves it she loves the evil skellies she's actually excited um because she was like are you doing another mint and i and anyways so it is cool to finally see after a while that she has really come come around and she sees like the passion that we all put for it. She sees all the, the phone calls and the the weekly meetings and everything we put into it. And it is it is nice to to share that because at first trying to explain NFTs to your wife not not the easiest thing to do. Um, but yeah, anyways, I I love it. I've enjoyed it. Ups and downs make it all worth it. That's why we're here. And I just wanted to say that most people don't know how long I've known EJ. I mean, it's not like we've been not been in each other's DMs for long, but I've seen EJ build this thing for over a year. I was there when EJ was sending these sneak peeks of the spacesuit without the skeleton in the in the Lua Discord, the Luartians Discord. Actually, I think that was back in February 2022. So. I've seen this guy build for quite a while, and he's not changed. Oh, the days. The Lou Arshin Discord, the gated Discord of traits. Man, oh gosh, that was a while back. But yeah, V, we've always appreciated you guys. And uh, one, you know, V is very deep in a Rhett gang. If you guys don't know who Rhett gang is, go check them out. Great team, great founders, great art, great people. Just everything you need. Um, who do we have? Your homestead. I see your hand up. What's up? Yes, homestead. Good morning, homestead. Good Welcome morning, back. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'm in the car, so I had to toggle and make sure I was gonna connect and all that shit. Um, <clears throat> EJ, uh, for people who don't migrate, uh, how how many uh, elixirs are left? Are they still dropping to stargaze people, or what's up with that? Yeah, so everything will be the exact same. Nothing will change. When it comes to elixirs, our scripts our scripts will read everything. Uh, we've talked about how we're going to either we'll do a one to one drop for elixirs, meaning we'll give holders boosters for elixirs, um, or we'll just let it play out, um, and then people that would be one incentive. So we want to airdrop um, elixirs on Polygon possibly because if you accidentally mint the same elixir on stargaze and the same one on polygon um, that can become an issue or alternatively we can take half the supply and move it over to polygon and then airdrop to holders but we're going to have to see how many holders migrate um, and we'll within the discord we're going to have a channel where you put in your stargaze address and your metamask address if you migrate because we have it already on the bridge the memo but also it will tie to your discord name so we'll be able to see um, okay this address is linked with this star's address who was this is the elixir count because our, our elixir count is re a script that is read um, and we have bots that track everything so through that way we can see okay well now this skelly is on um, it is now on MetaMask. So even if we have airdrop them to our treasury and then bridge them ourselves, and then drop them through MetaMask or, or I'm sorry, uh, Polygon, then that's how we'll have to do it. It may be a little more hands-on, but as far as a Stargaze holder, nothing will change, especially if you don't migrate. Uh, but if you do migrate, you've got to make sure that you go to the Discord channel and you fill out your star's address and your um, MetaMask address when that time comes. 
and then it will be easier for our script to track everything. Great. And then um, for those DGENs in the audience that may be so inclined, how soon is trading going to open up on the Polygon network? So trade, so no, you're good. So trading on, um, first off, I want to say, sorry, I think you sent me a, a spaces a while back and I did not respond. I'm just looking at messages. I, I did. So you can smack me in the face. Um, so anyways, on the trading, the, yeah, so God, I'm sidetracked now. Now I feel like an ass. Uh, so on the side, God, now I am sidetracked on trading it will go live instantly so anytime a contract is deployed on polygon it is instantly picked up by OpenSea. and so the first place right away we have a fully customizable uh contract where we have really it's really cool what our dev is doing with everything and we're going to be able to customize things as we go along but as far as trading it'll be live right away magic eden requires us to fill out their form and you have to fill out um, the section where you have to fill like your open C uh, information. And that's where it pulls data from. Uh, so anyways, there is ways we have to go. I, it'd probably be like, I would say one to two day delay to get on Magic Eden unless they stay right on top of it. Um, and same thing with open C. I got to speak with Matic Man and see what they need from us. Uh, but they will be tradable instantly on open C and then one planet and magic eden to follow awesome thank you for explaining it like i'm a club appreciate that bud and don't worry about that space no worries you're a busy guy <laughs> yeah but you're the one who helped us from you, you helped us from a long time ago so i feel bad when people who helped us a long time ago i miss a message or something um so yeah i'm not gonna act like i didn't see it because i did and i'm saying i missed it right now <laughs> but if you need help with anything let me know and I'm more than happy to get on spaces with you. Sorry, I had a quick question. Uh, are you going to be listing with one planner or not? So we'll list on set. Well, here's the thing. This is going to, I think we'll put it up for, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, we probably just need to let the community vote. Uh, Magic Eden's been where everyone's going. And then I messaged you actually, V, and I said, okay, so what happened with, I mean, you know what I messaged you about. And you said, well, they messed up uh, a mint. Magic Eden did. It was a uh, wreck dogs or whatever. Like they really messed the mint up. I think once or twice, and V just dropped down. But anyways, um, we're going to either go to Magic Eden, um, or we'll be going to uh, one one planet. But as of now, the community has talked about Magic Eden, and that is where we're going to go. If we change our minds, um, we'll see. One one planet is just very. There's not much liquidity on one planet, to be completely honest. There's just not much over there. Um, everyone's going to Magic Eden. Magic Eden also, um, I don't know what we're supposed to say, but they have some, you guys know we're pretty deep into ordinals. Magic Eden has something cooking with ordinals, and that's, I got to leave that there. So it'd be nice to have all of our um, collections like under one roof, if that would make sense. A hundred percent, that makes sense. Sorry, I got rugged, so I missed quite a bit of it but from what i gathered uh, you will list with one planet magic eden open sea pretty much everyone but your focus is going to be on magic eden because they're going to have some sort of ordinals integration yeah. as well in terms of liquidity i, I think open sea is the king it's not like magic eden has some amazing liquidity compared to one planet either 
uh, th- there is no liquidity on Magic Eden. I mean, Hellcats have tried to really push uh, the move to Magic Eden, but it's not really done anything. I think in the last probably 96 hours in the last four days, only one Hellhound has sold for like a hundred bucks. And that's pretty much it. And that's Ma- Magic Eden and one planet. Not sure if we're the hound sold, but the liquidity is rugged pretty much everywhere uh, compared to that. I think more trip trippies have done more volume on one planet. So uh, I guess it just depends on your community, wherever your community prefers yeah, to exactly. trade. From what I've seen, the most of the ex-terror wrecked community, they prefer to still trade on one planet because re- realistically, if you're thinking about it, if you're a project that's minted out and you're migrating from one place to another, it's not like you're going to be hyped or really pushed by Magic Eden or anything else because it's not like they're going to get a lot of money out of there. And uh, most of the time, you're going to be focusing on the old community that you already have or the connections that you already have as opposed to new Solana people. Uh, I don't really expect new Solana or Ethereum people or other people to come. They're going to be onboarded by these new mints that are coming over uh, for example, Alpha, you guys collaborated with them already, and uh, Brozo and uh, the Rug Tribers that's coming, and I'll have to <laughs> label that as the incoming beautiful rug that's being prepared for Polygon. And to be honest, I'm sus of all, uh, maybe Brozo a bit less, but Alpha, I'm getting a bit bearish on that too, not so sure. Definitely not yeah. going to bag hold any of them, and I'm just going to flip them all. So uh, again, everyone just do your own research and don't be a bag holder. Yeah, and I I agree hundred percent on. I'm not going to go in depth, but you have your justifications, and you are exactly right about all of that. Um, in regards to you, we have. So here's something we spun up. This isn't confirmed, nor this isn't confirmed. So no one take it as you like. Um, we've talked about having our own launch pad with four other projects where you can purchase a pass and let's say there is 500 passes and you purchase these ahead of time these passes then give you discounted mints to all of these projects mints in the future and any project that we would bring through our launch pad um, this would be a way to help promote smaller um, and maybe people who have never been associated with polygon it's a lot of noise But these are, I'm not going to say the project's names, who they are, but you guys know who we work really closely with. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. But we would have whitelist passes on the uh, the launch pad. You could call them whatever you'd want to call that that pass. And then from there, that pass carries value forever and for future mints and for anything you look forward to. Uh, But this is just something we're kind of spitballing around. And I agree 100%. One Planet is absolutely amazing people and they're a lot more personable like there's bottom line there's no other way to put it Uh, magic eden still trying to fill it out and i think this week we're going to get to really see what is happening on magic eden with these uh i would say overhyped projects Uh, we're going to really get to really see what's happening and we do have a um, for our spaceships for instance we have 100 spaceships that will be mintable on polygon 50 of them will, will be mintable only to holders and 50 will be mintable to um to to the new people of polygon so this these are things that we're trying to play into consideration they are going to be very small mints we know that 
Um, but we're going to be like, like V just said, where do we want to offer that? Do we want to potentially open ourselves up to flippers on Magic Eden? Or do you want to, um, you know, we can't really say there's like liquidity kind of seems just it's is where it is at the moment. It's kind of dry. But if we do it on one planet or our own launch pad, then we could theoretically just list it wherever we'd, we'd want to. Um, but at the end of the day, people don't like clicking links to people's launch pads or dApps. That's just security purposes, and it makes complete sense. Um, so we got to take all this in consideration. Maybe at the end of the day, we just let the community vote. Where do you want to go first? And that's that's that. You know, where do you want to go? And we got to weigh our pros and cons. But is it just fifty free. spaceships? Sorry, is it just fifty spaceships that you're going to give outside the community? Yeah. So. All of them are migrating. Yeah, bro, bring them on. Give us all. Direct <laughs> <laughs> New people. New He's always people. farming for, for, He's for always the farming. Gang. He's always he, farming for the Rec Gang. You know <laughs> we'll take care of the Rec Gang. You know we will. Um, yeah, so actually 100 of those ships are mine that I'm going to not reveal and then give them to the public uh, and to our community. So there's gold, blues, and reds. We've been accumulating through the treasury um but yeah th this is going to be a good time and, and bring in new i think 50 ships really okay. yeah maybe maybe i think uh you might uh, i'm not sure if you've talked much to berserker or not but you might want to hold on to that mint idea for now and uh, look at doing some stuff with one planet but I'm I'm not gonna say much more about that. But have you have you had a chat with Berserker? But maybe he can give you some alpha about doing that mint. Yeah, I'll talk with him. I I speak with him quite frequently, but I haven't mentioned this specific spaceship mint. So I'll shoot him a message and um yeah no great questions from the community and I know sometimes we don't get on spaces as much as we we could, but it's been busy getting everything ready. Um, but we are happy to say the bridge is ready. Um, the DAP is looking good and we should be rocking along if not this week, next week. Um, so we're very, very happy that everything has went so smooth, but I do not want to take any more of your time. Crusty critters. I'm sorry if we got off topic, that's not typically how we go, but I believe it was beneficial for everyone. You can throw me under the bus. This is what happens when I come on the space. No, yeah, I was, I was about <laughs> yeah. to be like, V, control yourself, get in his DMs. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Thank you so much, though, for asking those questions, because I'm sure there's a lot of people in the audience that appreciated that. Thank you so much, Krusty Critters, for coming. I'm so excited. I might, I might go and mint some more. We'll see. Um, I just love I, I was hitting the mint button for a minute because I just wanted to see a new joke <laughs> come up, a new a new. Um, a new uh, NFT joke or something, because I don't know, it's just fun. It gets addicting. But I wanted to also say that one, everyone, thank you so much for coming. Next week, we are going to have Lex from the Strange Clan project from The Passage. So if you could please hop in, join us. They're, they have um, Metaverse, they have a game, they have cards, they're, they're, they have partnerships with, you know, huge names in music. So I'm really excited to, to hear from them. And I also wanted to just shout out to Bushido Brown for helping a sister get um, the hook up there because I was trying for a long time. <laughs> so uh, on that note, we'll go to EJ where he closes out with his positive vibes and his, uh, it's just, 
It's just good. His good speak. EJ, give it to us. Okay. Well, um, once again, thank you guys for joining us. I know some of you it's morning, afternoon, or your evening, but as we always say at Space Skellies, choose to find the good and the bad, no matter what the situation may be. Make someone's week better. It's simple. Hold a door, smile, tell them thank you. Uh, one small gesture can make someone's day and change their whole month around. And until that, guys, next time we will have an amazing guest, as B Bands had said. And if you do have any questions, please just come to our Discord or get a hold of Saber or B Bands, and we will get you taken care of. And we 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 really do appreciate you guys all for being patient um, and really just sticking with us through everything. So Krusty Critters, once again, thank you. Incredible to hear about a family project that has done so well and stuck through everything with each other. And I, I just, usually I don't, I don't monologue at this. I just really do want to say thank you to all you guys and bands of Sabre, same thing for you. Uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. I know you got to take a week off or, or a few days off bands. I'm, I'm so happy that you did that with your husband. Um, but really guys, thank you so much. And make someone's day. There's too much negativity in this world. You know, enjoy the pump right now in, in, in crypto with Bitcoin. And they're, you know, just enjoy the good positives, right? Just enjoy it while you can, because sooner or later, it sometimes it turns around and, and it's a lot to handle. But make someone's day. Make the world a better place than it was the day before. And with that, guys, I will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Bare Bones of Web 3, episode 23, hosted by B-Bands with the Space Skellies, featuring special guest, Krusty Creators, recorded on Monday, March 20th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little den envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you
looking for the internet to make me a b-b-b-billion In the middle men listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then talk about how While the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how while the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terrible spaces